Always uh, good. Yeah. Time to hug it out. Hello, Internet peeps, and welcome to another uh, podcast, a Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 213. I'm Joe I'm Andy. I'm a fucking professional. I'm tired. He's tired. Yes. And uh, the, the final movie that we're watching on Andy's psychological thriller themed is The Machinist. But before we talk about that... Uh, what the hell you guys been watching, playing, or doing? I guess I'll go first. Uh, watch Rang's Power. And, uh... <laughs> Rang's, Rang's Power! Yeah. Jeez. Watch the Rang's Power. Watch the Rang's Power. About Sauron. Oh. Made them rings. He's gonna bind them all to darkness. He's gonna spy them. Onion rings. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I watch it. I'm bored, dude. Uh, I just it. I just say it sucks. Just it, say it. There's no reason to hate watch stuff. Like if you hate it, just move on with your life. Yeah. Watch yeah. something else. Yeah, I did. You know how you stop things from being made that you don't like? You don't buy into it. Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah. I did. I was like, "What is happening? Why are these armors like look like they have boobies when they're not even male? Like it looks outrageous. It's weird." There's other things. There's other things that like bother me, but like then you just be like, oh, he's just yelling at the clouds again. So I'm just gonna say, no, I'm never, never, not, not gonna watch it anymore. Bye bye. Make a, make a friggin' twenty minute YouTube rant about it, you coward. Come on. You want me to rant? You want me to rant on how boring it is? Yeah, I don't want you to do it on my time. I want you to do it somewhere else. I want you. Uh, I want you to do. I want you to do it only because I want you to title it. These rings don't stay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start with that clip of Tony talking about. I'm not gonna fucking take it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, look like he's fried out of his mind. I ain't gonna take these rings of power with my mustache and everything. My goofy ass mustache. Oh, I, did you watch anything good? Um. No, I don't think so. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah. That's the way you want to live your life. I mean. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else good unless I actually watch, like, old shit. Like, I, I guess I can say I watch Lost kind of, like, rinse out my mouth a little bit. Uh, or uh, tw- 24 and shit. Like, I watch old shit to be like, you know, this new TV show is garbage. But uh, I I read a book in one sitting. I mean, it was a hundred and like eighty pages, but it a hundred and eighty pages in one sitting is pretty uh pretty dope for me. Uh, called the Printer from Hell. Uh, yes, guy buys a printer from like this knockoff shop that like said, "Hey, I'll give you fucking like forty six bucks for this printer." Brings it home as does the fucking fifth dimension of fucking evil beings on the other side. But it's like it's it's a fun read. So it was an old Canon bubble jet ink printer? Is that, is that what you're trying to say? It was like those Matrix printers, like the fucking, uh, um, you have to peel off the sides and shit. Well, the Dom Matrix printers actually fucking worked. They were just noisy as shit. Yeah. And possessed by Satan. <laughs> like over and over. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, like, what was funny is, like, every time the the protagonist and his wife was, like, trying to have sex, like, the machine would, like, <laughs> like 
uh, make a noise really loud, and then it would print out like the the other dimension with like dead people on it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so I had to find out the ending. It was a good book. Uh, I give it a four out of five stars. Uh, but other than that. I went to the bookstore again. I have a problem. Just like you guys with your... Well, ad, let me rephrase that. Like Chaz's problem with uh, cards is my thing with books. Yours is actually more worthwhile, though. You're saying, your son's kind of healthy. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. good. Keep reading. Yeah. Man, I fucking love vegetables. I just can't stop eating those cucumbers. <laughs> I've got a serious problem. Yeah. I, I just love working eating. out. Oh, it yeah. feels so good, I guess. I, I just I love cowbell, go to therapy. Man. I love cowbell. Oh, I uh, love exercising anytime I want. I watched a Star Trek movie with my dad. I watched um, what the Which fuck? One? Which one? Right before Nemesis. Undiscovered Country, the, the whale oh, one. Okay, right on the second yeah. best one. Yeah. So, yep, that's what I did. Andy, what about you? Uh, I rewatched a bunch of episodes of Grand Tour. The new episode actually just came out. The new special. They're like an hour and a half long now. The new special just came out, but it wasn't out yet, and I just wanted to watch the Grand Tour, so I just watched a bunch of old episodes of it. The show's still great. Um, I've been playing... Uh, here's here's another sad story and another excuse as to why Metal Gear 2 hasn't been beaten by me yet. I fixed all my streaming crap, but to test it, I was like, uh, just, I'm going to play, who cares? Uh, Yakuza. I'll put Yakuza in, like a dragon, whatever. Got sucked way into that game. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like three chapters from the end, so I just want to beat it. I just want to beat it and just get it off my plate. Oh, well, if you ever beat it, that's more understandable. Yeah, I'm just, I just, yeah, I, I've had, I've had that open since I got my Xbox. I'm just gonna beat that game and call it. And plus, they just announced like three more Yakuza games, so I guess now's the time to, to wipe one out. And then, um, my girlfriend and I watched. Well, I watched. She fell asleep immediately, but we watched. Uh, Don't look up. I know I'm. Like oh, Leo, Le- Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Yeah. yeah Did you watch point. it? Yeah, I watched it. It's a fun movie. Shit, I need to watch this. I need to watch this movie. It, it was. You... I, I, I thought it was funny um, because I think that's exactly the idi- idiocracy that we're living in today, and I think that's what exactly what would happen today. Be like, Can you, <laughs> there's a comic coming. Yeah, but say something cool or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I liked it as well. Honestly, though, there's a few parts in the middle where I kind of got bored. Oh, yeah. Because the, the movie does that weird thing where it's like, you know, an idiocracy style absurdity satire. And then it'll be serious. Like there's like actual like serious stuff going on and they want to be serious drama. And there's a point like 20 minutes before the end where the movie decides, OK, we're going to be serious for the next 20 minutes. But we're going to punctuate it with like some really good humor. The last 20 minutes is fantastic. Getting called out. <laughs> That's because I yeah. took dogs outside and wasn't asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the, the the end of that movie is actually extremely good. It's just the rest of it's like hit or miss. Like some of it's good, and some of it's like I'm bored. So I don't know, whatever. And then after that, um, it was uh, I was I drank several beers, and I didn't. I was just like, oh, whatever. I'm gonna fall asleep anyway, and uh, put on Mean Girls, which I've never seen. <laughs> what? I was like, Mean Girls, I've never seen that. And she was like, put that on. I've seen it, so I'm going to fall back asleep. Who cares? Because I've already seen it. And I was like, yeah, what, Mean Girls, who cares? I mean, it was really funny. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a well-written movie. I had a good time watching it. Mean Damn. Girls Criterion, let's go. Yeah, come on, let's do it. That, that makes sense. <laughs> I didn't realize it was written by Tina Fey, and I've always thought she was she was pretty funny. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good movie. 
All right, fucking professional. What about you? Oh, okay. So, like a fucking professional, uh, I beat Resident Evil Seven complete. So, I'm ahead of everybody on all our little recording projects. Jeez, you're stomping it. Yeah. Mm. It was uh well. I'll hold my opinions, but uh, I had fun playing all the DLC I didn't play last time. Um, I've still kind of been playing Control too. Uh getting more into it um yeah it's worth playing it that, try it. it if you got it and you haven't played it play it <laughs> it's from the makers of alan wake right yeah and, and there's game. actually a dlc that uh links it to alan wake oh what they're in the same universe yeah, yeah. everybody I, had that spoiled for me but it seems kind of neat i heard about it on the internet a couple years ago so it's just you know everybody knows now but that's kind of cool so there's a 505 video game matic universe. <laughs> That's fun. That's a fun time. It could be cool. Uh, I, I watched Yu Yu Hakusho. I finished it. Fuck yeah. I, I finished it completely. I've always wanted to know how it ended. I have, I have no idea how it ends. I feel like on Toonami, they were just like in the tournament for like 600 years, and then they, there was no resolution. The dub never got past the dark tournament. On oh, okay. Is there like any other arcs past that, or is that the end? Yeah, there, there's okay, like there's more stuff. There's like two more arcs after that. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's like 112 episodes, and I gotta say, it's probably one of my favorite animes now. <laughs> How'd you uh, watch it? What's it on? I it was on Hulu, but then like they, I took a break from watching it for a bit, and they took like half the episodes down dubbed and i was like fuck and then it turned out my brother had funimation so i just kind of like borrowed his funimation app and finished it there you go but um it's yeah it's pretty for like a shonen anime it does a lot of things different from others uh especially like dragon ball i love the way it ends it ends in a way you just do not expect at all there's it doesn't end in some goddamn climactic battle and the good, the good guy wins in the end and all that shit. That, that's not what happens, actually. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. Uh, and it's worth noting, like, people are always like, why didn't it continue? Because everybody just kind of feels like it could could have went further than what it did. It, I feel like they could have probably got one more arc out of it and it would have been mm-hmm. fine. Uh, the guy that was writing it apparently was so stressed and overworked, he just wanted to stop. He just wanted to quit while he was ahead. <laughs> He's allowed to do that, I guess. And, you know, more people should follow his example. I'm just saying. Apparently, like, one, I was talking to one of my friends about this, and he said One Piece is, like, over a thousand episodes now. I'm like, how? <laughs> Money. I don't know. You- I'll say something about One Piece. I'll say, like, uh, you know, I'm sick of this. I'm just going to end it. That's the second best way to end something. But the best way to end something is to have an end in mind, have a framework, and then stick with it. Like, apparently the guy who's writing One Piece says he's got it all figured out. Like, he knows what he's doing. Like, I I, I haven't seen more than, like, I don't know, 20 episodes of One Piece in my whole life, and I've never read any of the manga or anything. But apparently he's going somewhere with this, and that's part of why it has turned out as good as it has. Because you gotta admit, that the show has a huge following. It's very popular. Yeah, it's got a following. It's just not for, what the... We're looking at Chaz's VHS collection or something right now. I, I think he's haunted. He's, he has been haunted. I, oh, he's, I, doing poke. he's getting ready. Yeah, All right. getting ready and prepping. Gonna, no, you're I'm good. Gonna, keep, keep talking. It's okay. I'm about to circle the wagons. It's almost over. I uh, thought that was an ISIS <laughs> video or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to start doing, 
he starts doing a Jungle Boy promo. America is terrible. <laughs> but, Pokemon. but uh I'm gonna watch some more anime. Uh like my goal right now is to finish out anime I didn't get to watch completely when I was younger. Or um watch some I didn't get to watch that I was interested in before. Like what? Like what? Like what? Um like I never finished Trigun. I only caught spatter spattering of it uh mm. here and there. I, I think I've watched it more than others, though. I think, like Outlaw Star is another one I didn't get to finish back in the day. Oh, yeah. uh, Outlaw um, Star, weird side story about not being able to finish Outlaw Star. I was watching Outlaw Star as it premiered on Adult Swim a hundred years ago, back when I was in high school. Me or, too. And um, uh, I caught like every episode, and there's, it's twenty six episodes. I caught like every episode up to like twenty four or 25 and then i missed the last episode and then they restarted the first episode no this this will not stand so i just i immediately ordered just the third volume of the dvds and watched just the last episode yeah it's kind of funny but i'm not no i'm not waiting 26 weeks to see how this goddamn series ends i'm gonna see it now (laughs) (laughs) so uh, you need to watch Trigun, but fun fact, Andy actually introduced me to that show. I don't know if you recall, but we were at a, a mutual friend's house, and we were drinking. It was pretty late. Most people left, and you were like, we should watch this. And we watched a couple episodes. I think we watched one episode, maybe two, and I was like, this is awesome. And I, I, I waited a little while, but I circled back to it. Mm. What a great fucking show. Trigon has the best spread of – it starts as, like, silly with some action, and it ends with, like – dead fucking serious with a little silliness <laughs> yeah be, it takes such yeah. a left turn and in, in the best way yeah to, just to be clear i did watch trigun i just did that was one of the ones i didn't f- completely yeah, watch all of them. yeah i get yeah. it mm-hmm. uh i'm also reading a a batman uh bride of the demon and uh you can guess what that's about <laughs> uh I'm sure it's about the, the fiend it's about the fiend yeah no it's just okay. Like I picked this up like at a, a used books used bookstore down here for like about seven dollars, I think. Ah. It was a big hardcover. I thought it was gonna be like that um that birth of the demon I've hyped up to you guys I'm like this is one of the best fucking comics I ever read. Rachel Ghoul's fucking like oh, origin. It's a cool boy. And it's like not. <laughs> it comes in the same form factor and it makes you think it's gonna be that good. It's not. Different writer, I assume. Different writer, different artists, different like eh, man. It like there's no nice way to put it. It feels like a story out of the seventies that's just kind of bleh. Mm-hmm. But it was made in nineteen ninety. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. That's all I got. That was that's me. All right, Chaz. Okay. So um, didn't really play a whole lot of too much else. I did the the obligatory let's do my Forza challenges, but while I listened to podcasts and and audio lectures, that was about it. Of course, I've got my my crackhead obsession, which we'll get to in just a second. Oh, did I just did I just like go out in audio and then come back a second ago? No, you're, no, you're fine. You're fine. No, okay. So. My my headset keeps saying it's disconnecting and then it's reconnecting. I think it might be disconnecting to my phone, so give me just a second. I'm going to try to get rid of this. But anyway, um, I did watch a couple of different things, though. Uh, on a random like whim of it was on after an episode of uh, AEW, I watched the movie Need for Speed. What an experience. You guys ever watched <laughs> that film with, with Aaron Paul? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. 
the the cars yeah. were pretty. I feel like there's a reason why that may have killed the the very short like star like the star of Aaron Paul like burned out so quickly, and I think that film had most to do with it. Mm. Oh man, the acting it's like it's something. I forgot it existed until you mentioned it just now. I, I didn't do. I knew it happened, and then I heard the flop. The best part of it, I, I will say, if you've never watched it, uh, the one thing that I, I honestly think that it's worth standing out is Michael Keaton is in this film. Yes, and he is batshit crazy, and it's yes. actually great. And it's about the only thing in the film that I really like, aside from the cars. Like the plot is, it, it's it's kind of like I've, I've watched porn with a better plot, but. Mm at the same time that there is a plot so i can't like completely hate it for that it's just trying way too hard but did michael it, keaton like immediately removes that because he's so fucking funny did he what do I say nuts. did he do the uh the keaton head uh bob when he talks like what are you gonna do shift it to third gear <laughs> he he did do that uh in the meantime i feel like this is an important <laughs> thing to bring up because i can't make it up i literally just got this text message i want everyone to see it so they know that i'm not lying that's a spam text that i just got oh literally just now just got this text message so like should i what should i say fans tell me what i should say back to this uh because i think that'd be funny i don't, I don't know what yeah, to say back to the comment the down below and then we'll respond in about 10 years yeah. Tell her, tell her hi, yes, we need more bodies. Two years later. Um, what else did I watch? Um, there, there was something else. Uh, oh, um, I, I've been like just that random thing that I do, especially if I'm just like goofing off, uh, like trying to wind down in the evenings. Um, I went back and watched all of the episodes of the Boondocks again after we were talking about it. Uh, that show was really funny, but boy, it, unless I'm forgetting something, that show ended very abruptly and I I don't know if it's because he got canceled for the very last episode, but the last episode is literally about how you can get canceled for calling things gay or you can get canceled for calling things retarded, uh, which again, obviously those are things that are, that are a problem. And it's, but talking about like the meta of all of that, like the, I'm pretty sure that's maybe what happened to the show. Cause it just ends after that episode, which was like, ooh, it was really hard to see. Uh, it was like, Okay, that's that's kind of weird, but that show is awesome, though. I saw uh, a panel at a Comic-Con once, and they were asking some people from William Street about the cancellation of that show. And, you know, Grand Assault, because it, it could always just be some lies about it. It did partially have to do with it, um, society was outgrowing the way that it talked about uh, societal issues. Mm -hmm. But apparently the show just got too expensive. Oh, yeah, I heard it had something if you were, to do with the animation studio or whatever. If you recall, in the last season or so, there's a couple episodes that are animated by a completely different studio. It's like a studio in Korea or something. Did the dodgeball or not the kickball episode? Oh, that episode's really good. And a couple other yeah. things because the main studio couldn't handle the workload. I think they just they either laid off a bunch of people or a bunch of people quit or something like that. Hmm. And they couldn't afford to make the show anymore. And it was that along with like, well, some of this is getting to be problematic along with one of the voice actors was leaving. I think it was the guy who does Tom, maybe. Okay. don't remember. But it, it was like a bunch of stuff all kind of rolled into one. But the main reason they gave was it got too expensive to, to maintain. Because you got to admit, it looks better 
than the other adult swim shoe. I mean, it looks a lot better than 12 ounce fucking mouse. I'll say that. <laughs> it, it hits, and honestly, it hits a significant upgrade in the later seasons. Uh-huh. Like you can tell the animation style, it, it, it actually looks much more polished. Uh, but so that may, it does make sense a little bit, but I, I just wondered how much of it had to do with, with that because it, it's clearly not set up to be an end to the show in any way at all. And it, that episode is like, Ooh, that seems like a very controversial way for that to end. Mm-hmm. Um, like literally the last scene is, is Riley is being chased by people at the special Olympics because he kept dropping R bombs and they're really <laughs> fucking mad about it. But they're also very stereotypical. Like the one guy's like really big. He kind of looks like a uh, Devo from uh, Friday, which is intentional. And he's drinking strawberry milk and he's obsessed with strawberry milk. Uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of messed up, but Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get real, these crap. Real quick, sorry, one more thing. I'm going to get interrupted one last time. Um, speaking about shows having a meta ending, anyone who's interested in that kind of thing, please do yourself a favor and look up the script and what exists of the recorded dialogue for the last episode of Angry Beavers because they found out it was going to be canceled and they wrote a whole episode about how a show slips out of syndication and gets canceled by the network. And then Nickelodeon found out what they were doing. They said, well, fuck it. You're all fired right now. You're not even going to finish the season. <laughs> oh, that's, that's actually hilarious. Because oh, it's that's... completely against any contract. or like, like They sign, we'll never acknowledge that this is an actual show. We're not going to break the fourth wall because it's for children. So that when they wrote that script, they were actually like breaking their contract with Nickelodeon. But still, look it up because there's a lot of it that is leaked online and it's very funny. That, that's actually pretty hilarious. Uh yeah, quick shout out to the show The Dinosaurs back in the 90s. Uh, oh, great my way God. To end the show. Just, just end the fucking world. <laughs> One of the best ways to end the show. That's how you end uh, the show right there. <laughs> okay. So I did I did head and pre-crack these so that I didn't spend forever. I just like I did last week. So we're going to go through these again. These are my last three celebrations packs. So uh, actually, that's not true. I have a couple others uh, that I haven't opened. I lied. I have a little tin that I need to open first. Um, but the last ones I have that are free. So we got Dialga, which I have like a million of. I don't know if you can see these. Is my lighting okay, or should I? Oh, there we go. I'll just you show us on the lighting. Yeah, let's see if we can. I mean, I can see that it's Xerneas, but uh, mm. that that might help. Whatever you just did there. There's a light there. Let's see if that's a little better. That a little better. Okay, little. perfect. Yeah. All right. So, something with a big black border. Come here. We'll... We got Xerneas. Okay. We got Rare Sham. Oh, there we go. That helps out a little bit. It, Decent cards. Oh, we got a we got a flying Pikachu V Max. No, that's blurry. Who's that? It's Pikachu. That's right. The chunk. Oh, don't get my code. Don't take my code. Take it. All right. Take it from him. We got our other one here. Okay. Ah, there we go. All right. We got the the Lugia, the Lugie boy. Lugies. Lugies. Which actually, I'm really excited. The next set that Lugie is going to be in. Uh, he is. Uh. He's gonna have, I think, a V and a V star. I'm it's pretty excited about Tempest. that. Yeah, why is he flashing yeah. gang signs? What the fuck? Yeah, why is he, why is he fucking, fucking how he rolls? <laughs> yeah, I just, actually, they're that? all in gang. That's how Pokemon works. It's all gang. He's coming out of town. He doesn't give a fuck. The, okay, the, the so, gyms, they're just gangs. And there's Zernius. <laughs> we got there. Ooh. Is that uh, a Kuma? Is that a Kuma? Is a Pokemon? Not, that's right. Umbreon Star. It's, it's one of the weird, like, rare promos. I want to say this card's worth money. I'd have to check. I don't. I mean, it's not like holding up with like, uh, like Charizards or nonsense or anything like that. It'd be the dream. Yeah, uh, Twenty bucks. Twenty? Really? Oh shit! Okay, I'll, I'll take that. You think they should have used a different color? Maybe what, like for Umbreon? No, like purple. I don't know. 
I already have purple. That's a psychic type. Yeah, that's uh, Espeon. Yeah. Dumb bitch. God, yeah. Stupid yeah. idiot. Okay. So we got Cosmog. <laughs> we got Zekrom. Phobia. Palkia. Whatever. Oh, shit! We got a Charizard! Yeah! Fuck oh, your dude. life! Bing bong! Yeah! Look at that! This is like, I'm I'm like 11 again. This is awesome. Now, now you gotta put it in a stupid necklace holder thing. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah, it's, like, it's legit. Yeah, there okay. Not worth the uh, all the other goodies, but hey, I finished them now, because I think I have like three Blastoise, two Venusaurs now or something. That was the, that, that, that was the pleasure I got from the, the Blastoise. That's all. I, like, I got the Blastoise from that set, and I just immediately stopped buying them. That's all I care about. Uh, I, I went overboard and like like I bought them all, but I'm over opening the packs now, which is why I have the others. But the problem is like they're not all arrived yet. Like I still have so many packages of things coming, and my wife keeps going like, "How much did you buy?" It's like, listen, I was I I really fucked up. Like, <laughs> like we're gonna have consequences for the next two or three weeks. Like I don't know when it's gonna stop. Um, but like I still have more more packages are coming than i can count you, get, hand, you, so. get, you know like those people that like staple the fucking like nascar uh <laughs> cars on the the walls you just gonna <laughs> see chaz next time stapling the fucking pokemon cards on the wall <laughs> i mean you say that but my, literally the they're like hold on let me pull it back up the 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 fucking painting up there like that's what those are those are framed pokemon cards up there so well, well. I, I already beat you to it. Yeah. What a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking loser. It's okay. What a Young Bucks fan. I bought four packs this week. Four. I bought zero. You you're, you think you're maybe overindulging a little bit? You might need to yeah, I'm back. sorry. <laughs> oh, I bought the first. I'm getting out of control. Oh. Lost control, lost control, lost control. Berserk. Yeah, there it is. My Animal. man. Weeb shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, weeb time. I just I add some foot stuff. I, Look, I, Dark Souls. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's one of these things. But for real, though, it starts kind of like, what the fuck is this series doing? This is dumb. Just just hang in there till you get to the Golden Age arc. Just Because after that, it becomes just a masterpiece. But the beginning of Berserk's a little weak. It's crazy. It's weird. I got carded for this. What? Yes. Oh, because it has mature content. Yeah, I, I, you have a fucking mustache. I know, and I, I was like, You're like I, over thirty. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, I have you know Game of Thrones because I have I bought more Game of Thrones shit, and then I was like, here's Berserk. They're like, can I see ID? I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's probably not the guy's fault. The register probably makes him scan it or something. Mm -hmm. God damn. Sorry, sidebar. That that Charizard's like fifty to sixty bucks. Hell yeah. Sorry. Gotta buy a necklace, brother, and you gotta wear it. Mm. Yeah. Uh... But anyway. Nah, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I can't face the tribal chief yet. <laughs> there you go, buckwheat festival. I, I googled it too. Text? Like, what the fuck? Did, is did, yes, it did say buckwheat festival. I I googled it. I guess it's a real thing. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone's ever seen it before. Has anyone ever seen the very long and very offensive thread about how someone justifies that Vaporeon is the most likely? Yes, I've seen most, this. The the most uh compatible pokemon for human breeding yes um, i've heard about that yeah it's very very long very unsettling thing to read i like to save that text on my phone and when i get spam messages i send that to them the <laughs> replies are fucking hilarious uh because sometimes people try to reply in some other way and if they do reply at all then i actually just send it again i've been blocked once by a spam 
so that's 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 pretty good yeah but anyway it's a fun thing just send some things that's really offensive and they'll, they'll stop sending it i don't get fun spams i get like weird ones where it's like someone has hacked your your amazon account from peru please send us your credentials and we'll fix it no that's not fun I will say that's a more spontaneous one. I usually it's like a very generic, like, Hey, Hey Tim, did you get the email? Like it's very basic like that. <laughs> Not whatever that shit said about the buckwheat festival. I, at mm. that point, I actually think that might be a person that just had the wrong number. I was thinking that that's why I Googled it. It's like, is that real? And it is real. It's in like Nebraska or something. I was like, oh, maybe someone just has the wrong number. No, respond back to him. He was like, did you watch rank to power? can i send them can someone send me the link for them to come and watch our show can someone have the link so they can come and watch and and actively watch us stream and talk about it twitch.tv slash joe dub's place yeah yeah somebody hit me in the uh in the chat with that link and i'll i'll just forward it to them hopefully they'll start watching anyway uh yeah i'll post it after we do this segue but did you ever run down a kid before and then just turn into a holocaust survivor well let's talk about the machinist um <laughs> so andy uh this is a christian bale movie huh and i didn't know how old this movie was by the way because fucking uh what's his face sam the voice uh over for sam fisher uh iron something i forgot Michael Ironside. yeah but, I knew this oh, was yeah. from 04 because everybody was talking about this was around the time where Christian Bale was getting ready to do Batman Begins. And everybody was like, God damn it. He just emaciated himself. Now he has to get all this muscle. Mm-hmm. And he did it. He did. There was part of me that had avoided this movie for a while because that's all anyone ever said about it. It's, oh, Christian Bale lost so much weight for that movie, bro. It's amazing. He's like a, a stick. Okay. So is that what it's about? Or Nope. Yeah, it's nothing that's to do about it. <laughs> Sort of. If he was any thinner, he wouldn't even be there. Oh. He, yes. wouldn't, he wouldn't exist. Uh-huh. It wouldn't even exist. Yeah. Uh, this this movie definitely fucks, you know, with the perception of what's going on. Because uh, you're just like, who's this Ivan guy? By the way, I don't know what it was, but was there green screen involved in some shots? Because when Ivan came into the like the window of his truck... The background just looks so fucking fake. <laughs> like the clouds moving in the background and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know. It, I, I don't know that it looked fake. I didn't watch this on my main television, so I didn't get as high def a picture as I'm used to. I thought that shot was really, really cool weird. when he walks to his truck and there's a thunderstorm brewing on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, but it, it does look very weird. It it has um it has very strong like Mortal Kombat Shao Kahn's coming <laughs> yeah, vibes. Yes. Like when the storm rapidly <laughs> accelerates. Yeah. It it looks very green screen weird. But I thought it was like maybe more of like it was intentional. I guess when I watched it, mm-hmm. uh, I've decided by watching these films, by the way, that Andy decided that I shouldn't sleep. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. I should never watch these movies when the sun is down. Cause I, I did not sleep for, uh, until well into the next day. Oh my God. This film. This film well, at least it didn't take you a year. <laughs> Why? That's true. Yeah. I was trying to think actually watching it at one point in my stupor the following day. Cause I went like 37 hours without sleeping. And when I got like mid thirties, I was thinking, did I fucking like murder a kid and not know it? Because <laughs> it's like it's Andy's way of telling me he knows something that I don't remember because I've repressed it. So it's fucking with me a little bit. Yeah, but... are they biting, Jazz? Yeah. No, they're not biting. Hey, what's up to you? You feel all right? But to reiterate, these movies are really more chosen by my girlfriend than me. 
I have a question. So she, she knows that I killed someone. Yeah, no, she's completely aware. She talks about it all the time. I mean, Chucky yeah. killed a kid. Chucky hit a kid with his car. Blah blah blah. Oh my god. So cared like about it, frankly. Sorry, Zach. Go. Did she pick all these? Just these were movies she liked, or were they actually because of the, they fit in a genre, or like they had a connection? Yes, I think. Because I, I was wondering about that. Like I, when I finished watching, it, I was like, every one of these movies has something to do with somebody's mental state being fucked no, up. Psychological thriller. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing. I mean, like, it's, like, I mean that, that's her favorite kind of stuff. Is like weird psychological thriller kind of movies. She stuff. likes to watch movies about people being fucked up and then they they killed somebody or they they they're, they're tunnel people or they're they're chuds. There you go, Zach. I like them. There you go. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. You like them. Hey, you like I them mean, I thought that I thought that a good theme with this specifically, rather than just saying they're all psychological thrillers, is that these films both have heavy context of at some point you reality is distorted. So you as a viewer have to still try to piece together what you're watching and knowing whether it's real or not. I feel like all oh. four movies have that same theme. Like there's actually stuff in this one. This is the one film I didn't try to look up after and go over because after I watched it, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna sit in my chair and think silently for a few hours." Because um, they, they all have something else in common too, and it's not yeah. it's not surface level. It's something it's something pretty stupid. They all have unreliable narrators. Every single one oh, of them, the narrator yeah. can't oh, be trusted. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking about that too. And right? in yeah. the case of us, it's the most interesting because you don't realize until like the last fucking scene. That's why that watching it, the narrator's unreliable. Or it's not really the narrator, but yeah, it all yeah, of them have a protagonist where you're like, I, I don't know, I don't know if I trust what's going on with this person. Yeah, yeah, nothing is what it seems. Christian Bale is really good at mostly kind of being himself because i think every time he freaked out in this movie i'm like i can see christian bale doing that <laughs> especially <laughs> what, what he did in like the terminator movie but like i got and i'm guessing this is probably you know written in the screenplay but every time he freaked out i was getting annoyed by him because my favorite part <laughs> is when he goes to the um miller's place to talk because he thinks he's in on it and then Miller just fucking like punches or grabs his fucking nuts and shit. <laughs> Push him in the nutsack and yeah. told him to leave his property. Yeah. But like, I was like, dude, you just like, stop it. Like, you're actually kind of getting crazy. But I understand like that it was written that way because his mind is fucking gone because of his guilt, pretty much. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a weird baked in um, suspense to a lot of the scenes in this movie because. It works both for and against it, and I'll talk about against later, I guess. But, like, it starts with, I haven't slept in a year, and he's, like, disposing of a body. And, like, right off the bat, you know that something's wrong with him. He's He hasn't slept. He's probably hallucinating. He doesn't eat right. He's got this weird, he's cleaning his hands with liquid bleach kind of thing. Mm. So, right off the bat, you know something's wrong. So, in every scene, I'm like, something weird's going to happen with the waitress. Something weird's going to happen with... Like he's gonna snap on his landlord, or something's gonna happen at work, or like every scene has has an underlying something's not something's not right with this guy. When's it gonna manifest? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, the only thing I could relate to this guy in this movie is when he goes into the the bathroom at the bar and goes mm -hmm. for the soap dispenser and it falls. Like, it falls it, yeah, that's like almost every bar I've ever been to, as far as that, but. <laughs> i think one thing that i enjoyed a lot about this film is that this was not a film that i like unlike us like i think us it, there was enough 
uh, context, if you paid attention and just tried to be that person to guess, you could guess exactly what the like the big twist thing was going to be. But it doesn't it, it doesn't take away from the journey, like we talked about last week. It's still great. I had no idea where this was going. Like, no, not, it, yeah. and it was subtle enough, and it was weird, but that was great. And it, 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 literally until it was completely revealed, or we were close enough to the end that I even were able to piece together that something happened. But I love that. And it's interesting when they go on that stupid Route 666 ride, which is, I guess, a hallucination. I don't know. It it lays the whole plot out for you. It tells you what happened. Oh no, it does. Okay, so here's here's something I had to ask. It's gonna be really dumb. Again, it's where I it's my fault for not looking into it a little more. I usually like to do that. Was the waitress and her son were they just a hallucination? I guess, right? I mean, they have yeah. to be because it's actually the the. Like that's at least how they show it in the flashback. That's the kid he kills. So, like, what I was trying to figure out is it a hallucination in that he's walking around just like he would with he's thinking he's talking to Ivan, but he's actually talking to no one. Did he like walk into that like I, I, fair by himself and then walk back out and like? I think what happened is here's what I think. When he's at that diner, that apparently he doesn't speak because in his mind he does speak to the the waitress that he likes. That's mm -hmm. at the theme park. I think he's dreaming those moments as he's staring at the coffee. Yeah, because she says, like, you never say anything. I you thought you were here. me the whole time. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. That, well, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. That There is something to that, too. Every single time something like this is going to happen where a character that, if it's going to be something weird like that happens, he always nods just a little before it happens, and then there's, like, a subtle noise or something, too. So, like you said, like... He, he does fall asleep, so he's in and out of these like weird dreams, and that, that goes back to, um, I mean, again, if you go for long stretches of insomnia, you start to hallucinate because your body's effectively trying to force you into deep cycles of sleep mm -hmm. uh, and dreaming, um, but you can't go into REM sleep because you're paralyzed during REM mm -hmm. sleep, so that's that's a, that's a the whole thing with your, your uh, and yeah, you're being all fucked up. Doc yeah. talk. Yeah, and, rem talk. And, yeah. and remember when uh, he starts to, like, remember everything, he looks at the picture of the the mother and the son that he, like, fucking uh, drove down pretty much. So, like, remember when he was taking the picture and he had, like, mm -hmm. he's like, oh, I remember this moment or something. Yeah, from he's my... like, this is weird. I've seen this before. It's his mm -hmm. childhood. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was I was kind of fed this idea by it was it was my girlfriend's idea. And, you know, if I was a much smarter person, I could probably ambiguate this into something more intelligent. But like Ivan is like the personification of like the super ego or the id or something like that. Like there's something really smart there. But what I, I was thinking about that a lot. And I think what I've arrived at is uh, Ivan is the personification of his conscious, like, you know, doing the right thing, being motivated to to take the right turn instead of the left and go like admit to what he's done. And I think the waitress is the personification of his guilt. Like he feels bad about what he did, but his conscious mind won't accept it. And then maybe there's something to be said about, it. I think the, the, her son is like the personification of his ignorance, which is, you know, willful. Obviously he, he forgot kind of on purpose. Like he's so grief stricken by this terrible thing he did. Like he just doesn't even remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I have a little side story about this movie. I, I th it's worth going on this this two minute spiel about it. So there there's a scene you know uh, whenever he's he gets the hangman thing on the fridge right. It says the classic ER and, and he's like trying to figure out what like what is that. And he's he's still very paranoid and suspicious of anyone. 
And later on, when he uh, after the scene with the Highway 666, he's in the waitress's house and he sees that card that says mother and child and he figures out mother. So he goes back and writes it and he writes ma. To me, like, it just on its own, like, that's actually a very neat thing. I know mother itself just seems very innocuous. It's like, okay, whatever, he put it in there. But he, where he specifically writes and they highlight the word moth like that, it also feeds into him, like, it's effectively him going down the rabbit hole. Like, he, he has completely unraveled and he's like a moth to the flame with this idea that there's someone out there to get him. Um, but also, I think as the viewer, you're like that because you need to pay attention to it. So even though there's like that, that, uh, inference after watching this film went through all the weird sleep stuff whatever no big deal uh the following night i went to sleep so this was yeah sunday night i went to sleep in my bed and uh i'd actually went to bed kind of early because obviously i'd been up way too long uh and i'd been asleep for an hour or two but didn't think anything of it and my wife and uh our dogs uh she came to sleep and as she came in the dogs jumped into the bed and stirred me a little bit so i kind of like woke up but not really and I uh, didn't think too much about it, but then I felt something on my back and I wasn't sure what it was. And then it moved again. So now I knew like something was on my back and I did jump out of the, the, the bed and scream like a, a little choir girl. Like it was bad. Uh, we turned the light on and there was a moth the size of a baseball on my back. And like I have bite marks or something like scratches and shit on my back where a giant moth was on my back. I didn't know moths did that well i again i have i have abrasions on my back from it it could be where i squished it i don't know it's total like random coincidence right i think uh, so anyway uh the next day i went to work and you know i work in a clinic see children so um i'm going into one of my rooms like the days just been like routine whatever i go into a room to see a child for a sick visit you know, I'm, I 100% swear I'm not making any of this up. This, this is truly 100% happened. I walked into the room and the child was playing hangman with their, uh, their mom. And they literally have a, a word out. And the only letters that are on there are ER at the end, but there, it was like a seven or eight letter word. That's the only thing that was different. It wasn't a six letter word. I like, like this movie's been fucking with me the last couple of days, so <laughs> they're in on it. They're all in on it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm waiting. Uh, I told my wife I'm like very itchy all the time now. I think I'm molting. I might be turning into the Mothman. I, turning I into Mothman. That's what I was gonna say. This is just this is Mothman stuff. This has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, Moth talk. Dog <laughs> talk. Moth talk. Moth talk. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to add to your delusion or anything, but. <laughs> And I hadn't connected this with the movie because I wasn't thinking about the moth in that way. I was thinking about Mothman. There was literally a moth in my bathroom this morning. Oh, yeah. It's just flying around. I said, what's this moth doing here? And then my dog attacked it. And I said, don't attack that moth. I wish my dog attacked it. My dog looked at it and said, you're going to eat that? She she let it live, though. It later escaped out the front door. Does anybody remember uh, the book that keeps on like showing up in this movie called The Idiot? The Idiot, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, by Dostoevsky. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the characters like Ivan. There's a character named Ivan in the Idiot book, so there might be some relations of that book into this movie somehow. Maybe yeah. I'd love to be able to read that book, but it's it's kind of heavy. I honestly, uh, you guys know how much I love Akira Kurosawa. He did an adaptation of that book, The Idiot, and it's like one of my least favorite Kurosawa movies ever. It's so fucking boring. I couldn't watch it. I mean, I finished it, but I, I couldn't tell you what happened in it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I didn't even notice this. You see the fish? 
Oh yeah, I hadn't yeah. noticed that either. Yeah. <laughs> of course, at that point in the movie, I don't know if you even know all that other stuff about him catching that fish and it being in his freezer. No. Yeah, I don't think you know that yet, but it's just not a yet. nod. I think this is another one of these movies that rewards you for going back and watching it again, for sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, the poor the poor guy, by the way, <laughs> he talks about, you know, the warrant of the, you know, from the feds and stuff. And he's he's like, I remember when he calls him up, he's like, I, I'm on to you. And I know you've been fishing with. And I'm like, dude, shut, you're weird. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's actually sad is after you learn, like, the reality of all of it, it's it actually makes way more sense what they said to him at the end. Like, he used to clearly be like regular buddies with these guys he used to come play cards with them and yeah. he, he went fishing with them he was friends with them and he just abandoned everything and they don't know what's happened either like it's it's kind of i mean it's it's very interesting to kind of finally tie it all together but then it's also very depressing mm -hmm. um so i guess the only constant throughout this whole thing is the hooker right or do you think he's hallucinating this i mean his job yeah, his job's constant too. I don't. Know, I think she's. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I. I think it's real. I. I think yeah. she really is a hooker with a heart of gold. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, that makes That's sense. I think she's just a nice person who is also a sex worker. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I'm gonna, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it up all for you, and then just out of nowhere, he's like, you're a whore. He's oh, to... give it up for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making fun of her. No, I don't. I don't remember if they make it clear. Was he seeing her before all of that happened or just in the last year? Yeah, I don't think they ever clarified that. Uh, although she does make a comment about how he keeps getting scammed. You know, she says the whole thing about him not existing, but then she makes that comment. Uh, like they talk more and more about it, and she keeps making the comments about how thin he is. So it makes you think that she knew him before he got really thin. And like, she had did all this. recognize the picture of him with the yeah. guy with the fish. Yeah, oh, and that, and that yeah. scene itself, it, for, right in that scene, it doesn't actually make a lot of sense. Like that he, like you know, like it's like you said, you know, something's up because this guy, he's not reliable as a narrator. Like, ser he, you know, he's unraveling, but you're not quite sure what to put on it because we're not 100% sure what Ivan's spot is in that, like, you know, who he's actually supposed to be or if he's not real, but it makes way more sense when she explains, Oh, I thought you thought you'd put it. Like, I would just put it out. Well, it's because it's a picture of him and she cares about him. Yeah. So it, it's actually even that more depressing that these like few people that are still trying to like make a, a connection with him. He's just, he's just too far gone. Mm -hmm. Man. And, and things start showing up too. Like this, this bowl right here in the the waitress's supposed apartment i guess he was sitting in his own apartment i guess right <laughs> like, yeah that that's the movie's way of confirming oh he was in his own apartment hallucinating all this stuff and also like it's a weird it was really bothering me because what happens in the movie is he's at her place her place and then he goes into the kitchen and like freaks out and spills the trash all over the floor and he's looking at it and he figures out the thing about mother or whatever and then like suddenly he's just like at his place and he's looking at mm -hmm. his pictures and i was like wait what happens like yeah it's very quick that that shows you that he breaks away from it he's but yeah shifting. and then later it makes sense he was in his own apartment the whole time mm -hmm. and what was his what was the significance of 130 by the way that's when he hit that kid oh. yeah that's when he hit the, that's when he hit the kid and this is where he starts going down that rabbit hole and shit when he sees the Mother's Day card and the stick figures, <laughs> and then he goes back here and 
does the trash, like Andy said. Uh, yeah. Number 23. No, he, don't even talk about the number 23. I don't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that movie. Fuck you. Like, when he's going to fix the the machine, and he thinks everybody's in on it and stuff, and he starts freaking out then, too. Like... And what does happen in that scene? And it's always possible, like, it's negligence on his part. But the machine does turn on while his arms are in it, so... Yeah. What happened? Um, trying to... There's, there's, no, like, there's not a lot of, like... Because, you know, the other movies that we had, there was a lot of, like, twists and turns. This was kind of... Even though it did have its twists and turns, it's kind of sh- straightforward until we get to the end. Because in, in the beginning, you're kind of just, like, on the on this ride. Essentially, the Route 666 ride. Uh, mm-hmm. And you're just reli- reliving his guilt over and over again. You know, like the chat said, uh, it deals with other parts of his life, too. Like, the fact that when he sees the hooker and stuff like that, and I guess he's guilty about it as well. Mm-hmm. It turns out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the, actually the, the only reason this is straightforward is because they immediately throw you into the chaos and you realize, well, you're just along for the ride. Like, you kind of have to just accept that you're you're along for the ride and just have to follow it rather than trying to piece it together in this way, which is actually... It's an enjoyable. It's a way to enjoy the movie a lot more than trying to to figure it out. Uh, just let it happen. There is one for me at least. There, I felt like there was a scene that really made it click, and it and that was when I finally started to to like have the wheels turn in my own head and realize, oh shit, I think I know what's going on now. It was uh, at the police station. The first time he turns in the hit and run, and they call him back out and they tell him, oh, "That's your car." And that was when I real like I don't know for some reason like that stuck to me, and I was like. Oh, he killed someone. Like he, he, this clearly, this is all start stem back from okay, and that that was when I started to put it together. But that's pretty deep into the film to me. Like that's not me guessing. Oh, we're we're there. Like that's that's pretty far in, and you got a lot of info. But I was still just you know fairly blind going into it, and then they they put it together. So I don't know if that anybody else had that type of moment where they they felt it that way. But. No the movie, just like. Strung me along the whole way. This is, um, I, I alluded earlier that there's like a bad reason. I don't like that they let you in on, on him being delusional right off the bat. And it's that, um, like the ending is a total surprise. I, I did enjoy like, oh, that's how this all fits together. Like there's still an aha moment. I had a lot of fun with it. But it starts out with, I haven't slept in a year. Oh, I'm all fucked up. Something's wrong with me. I murdered a guy, maybe, but it turns out I didn't. Like, you know something's wrong, so you're already looking. Like I said, there's that baked-in suspense whenever he's interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he starts to fall asleep in his truck after they were yelling at him, and then Ivan appears out of nowhere, and it's, like, kind of obvious right away. Okay, well, something's up with Ivan. I mean, the, the movie lets you know. Something's up with Ivan. But mm-hmm. it's like Ivan's a hallucination, or he's a Tyler Durden, or he's something else. Like, there's something up with, with Ivan. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the rest of the movie, it's just kind of, like, waiting to see. I still, yeah. I was still entertained throughout. Like I was still like having fun seeing what's happening with the waitress and seeing what's happening at his job. And he goes and talks to Michael Ironside and stuff like that. Like it's still an entertaining movie throughout, but I still just kind of waited. Like I was just, or I felt like I was just waiting to see what's going on the whole time. And I, I know you could say that about any movie technically, but 
I feel like they, they gave me half of it, and I'm waiting for the other half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. it's kind of like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop thing. I feel like if they just cut out that first minute and a half of that movie, it just started with him being like, oh, I'm skinny, fuck, and all that all that shit. Yeah, I, it could have really changed how the movie went. I would have liked that a lot better. I don't <laughs> want that scene in the beginning where he's ditching a body, and then someone's yelling at him with flashlight. Hey, who are you? And then, yeah, all that shit. Cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> There's a weird thing, because it shows... The guy's with a flashlight, and he's like, what are you doing here? And then it cuts to him in his apartment, and there's a flashlight sitting there, and it's like, wait, did he kill the watchman or whatever? And then you realize later it's a flash forward. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. why why the misdirect with the flashlight? I guess it's just to, to make you more... Oh, oh I didn't, I didn't think... Oh, oh I, I actually didn't know. I didn't think of it as a flash forward. I, I actually thought the whole point of that was that it starts at that point, and it throws you in, and it's very disorienting. But it's actually because he has repeated these same cycles of thought. He's literally just lived this same loop where he's killed him, and he just started at the end of the loop, and then you're following it back, and he just completed the loop again. And that's when you realize he is completely off his fucking rocker, and he's unraveled. Mm-hmm. So I, I took it a different way. I, it, it doesn't mean that it's better. And I agree with you. I could see the mystery of if you start with him thinking he is a reliable protagonist, yeah. like what his his perception of things are, are real and you're not already uh clued off that something is very uh wrong with the, what you're seeing then then yes it would become a surprise but then at the same time with how the movie plays out you're not again you're on that suspense right from the very beginning of thinking okay when is something going to happen yeah. and you get little you get the you get the trail of breadcrumbs to get there but you never fully get the story until it happens which I thought was kind of ingenious whereas if you didn't have that and you got swerved 15, 20 minutes in or halfway in, well, then it's like, well, now you got all this filler or this padding that happened before and you just threw it away. And then now you're still waiting for the shoe to drop the same way, but then it almost makes the first part of the movie feel like it was a slow build. I I, I, I can see arguments for both sides. Right. That's I think why it, I was saying, like, there's good and there's bad, and I'm, I don't know what I'm on the side of. Yeah. Uh, can we highlight the the last comment there? I thought that was a neat thing to to point out. I realized that too that he he always kept choosing that because again it's his guilt pointing it out. Uh, so to read it and for also, viewers, uh, oh, can we read right. it out for people listening if they can't see? So, um, someone had commented uh, every night he made the choice to either go to the airport and and not downtown. So this is the when he's always driving at night. There's always that there they do it a couple times where that scene where he has to choose which exit to take. Of course, airport being up, so that's that's uh, you know, alluding to heaven, downtown uh, hell. But the that divergence is there until he uh, at the very end he finally breaks because he's he's realized what's happened. He's he's unraveled the repressed memory, and uh, you know they look at it. He's always chose the option for hell. That's another reason I thought the child represented his ignorance and innocence because mm-hmm. when they're in the ride, he's like, "Choose right. You gotta go right. We gotta go uh-huh. right." And 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 the the kid doesn't. It goes left. Or right. you can look at that as the way he's always going to the airport. He keeps choosing to flee from what he did mm-hmm. to fly that's away. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. It, it's it's literally and where downtown is a term for go to. Co- I mean, it, again, it works on multiple layers, which is great because downtown is also uh, what the is slang for go to prison. Go to go to the cops. Admit to what you did. Freak, fucking psycho. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. kept coming up in the, the captions. Mm-hmm. So when do you think 
he had the aha moment by the way what what scene was it because was it when he rolled the the the, the rug and didn't see the body but then saw ivan behind him do you think that's when it finally snapped and be like oh shit i've lost my mental bearing i guess like he was self-aware about that yeah because he literally saw it all unraveled in front of him <laughs> and it, the, the the rug literally unraveled and then there was just nothing yeah, I that that's what? where that's where he hits the loop and he goes back and it, it, again it shows the full scene again. It doesn't just show the rug, but he actually ends up back in there with the the um back in his apartment with the flashlight and he sees the sign and says, "Who are you?" And it's like he hit that loop and finally he decides to address it and that's when he goes and gets uh, goes to the fridge and he sees the fish head and he's finally realizing, "Okay, I I am Ivan." Like he adds, it hits him. So then he's starting to piece together. Well, why would I be Ivan? Why would that be my car? And then that's that's when he has the moment. It's kind of like he was asleep, just like on autopilot during all of this. And obviously the guilt is weighing him down. And then like finally when he woke up with you know the unravel of the rug, and then Ivan shows up. It, it, like even when he's looking in the mirror he's like what the fuck did i do to myself like he's like he's self-aware about that and yeah. I, I just picked up on that by the way I, like because throughout yeah. the whole film he was like you know like so I'm, I'm 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 just being here man i'm just living well he's like disassociating himself from himself as much as he can too because he, he's like losing all his weight he he grows out some shitty looking facial hair that he, he when he used to be clean shaven all the time and he, he dressed differently, obviously. He, mm-hmm. He's wearing crazy cowboy boots. He's driving a fucking Mustang. Mm-hmm. All this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like he's just a completely different guy. He's trying. Yeah. yeah. I do like the transition, by the way, because whatever this thing is, by the way, a water tower or a fucking funnel or I don't know. A fucking it's a dive. UFO. It's a water it's, house. Yeah. It's a UFO. But it was a transition from this to, like, the diner, and it kind of looked like a martini glass. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they did that a lot where he would have images that would relate back to this, where they kept going back to the scene where the, the waitress is, uh, or the character that looks like the waitress, the mother, is running, and you can see that. Uh, they did that a couple of times. They do it again at the fair. There's a t- time where that happens, like when he has the seizure. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that yeah, that's, this scene right here, I mean, of course, it's, I mean, it's a sad thing. I, I think I'd die on the sale, and maybe recency bias, but the there's a scene in this movie that I think for as subtle as it is, it is one of the more powerful things that I've seen in a while. Um, it's it's finally when he comes clean and they act, they tell him, hey, we need to get a statement from you. And he said, just take me to my cell. I just want to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like there's something so like just something so profound about him just finally reaching that point of his consciousness free. Again, he he's wrong. Yeah. Like he can finally sleep. Like he, and if anything, it's like he he can be at peace. Like he can just he can go to sleep. He probably just die there. Like, he, but he's just ready to just go to sleep because he can at least accept that he's he's ready to take on the consequences for for what he did. Justice Brothers. Justice. Justice Brothers. Whoa. That? Yeah. Deep. He was, he was he was so lost in his mental state that he had to like get run down by a fucking beetle a fucking uh fucking volkswagen and shit yeah i think <laughs> the another... important thing oh go ahead there was another reason i didn't think it was uh loop because in the flash forward you can see his injuries 
Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So maybe it is a flash forward. Yeah. You're, I, you're I right. had had that thought though. Yeah. I was like, wait, is this movie going to be a loop? Before I thought about the injury thing, I was thinking yeah. like, is this movie a lost highway situation? So we, yeah, yeah. We started at the end and went all the way back. Like we Tarantino X amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Also though, uh, just to show, just, just for fun, this is how dumb I was. I mean, it could have happened. I was, uh, I thought, I wasn't sure how it was going to work out, but I was starting to th- wonder if the twist wasn't going to be that Ivan was a Tyler Durden thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was going to like bring up this is kind of like fucking Fight Club, just without the Fight Club and without the fucking uh, taking down uh, corporate capitalism. <laughs> it's just, it's just there, there's a few minor similarities. Um, yeah. Actually, uh, I mean, I, I, talking about the thematic stuff is a lot more fun but i just wanted to at least I, we couldn't talk about this movie without talking about the, the color grading the whole movie is just oh like my god yeah gray and bleak and like oppressing to look at i love it it's so like perfect early 2000 <laughs> color grading where it's like that fucking nasty ass green uh-huh yeah everything's like green and slate and just terrible and it's mm-hmm. so great i love it yeah. oh it's awesome <laughs> it fits the movie so well yeah. uh-huh until you get here, everything is white. Well, yeah, because he's he's come he's clean. Yeah, That's he's, the he's, point. He's found salvation now. He's, Whoa, yeah. he can't clean. Whoa, I, I get an, an brother shirt. And the important <laughs> thing to take from that too is that this is like, given the situation that it happened, like this is a an ever a, just a regular person, right? Like people are complex. Like he's not necessarily a terrible person no. or a good person. This could literally happen to anyone, and like people, the brain, uh, I guess especially the brain, the mind, the brain does the, the, the brain. Yeah. Uh, the mind does some crazy things to people in order to protect itself because of how, how stress uh, can overwhelm you physically. And again, that's where PTSD happens and, and you get repressed memories. Things like this happen. Like the, this isn't a far cry. Like we're watching someone unravel, but this isn't a far cry from what can happen to someone who really goes through something like this. Like any, any of us, and it, not that we put it in that way, but any of us could accidentally like quickly, like drop something and reach to pick it up when we're driving or get distracted just for a second. Uh, and a similar thing could happen. Um, so it's, it's very unfortunate. I mean, clearly they, they spill it out for more of what's there, but, but then it doesn't mean that we're all going to go through this, but clearly he did not have the ability to deal with it the right way. And we watched him just totally unravel as a, as a person. I just, <laughs> I just want to say, I want to shout out all the fucking brains that give anxiety. Go fuck yourself. Um, because you know, shitting on the toilet and then all of a sudden fight or flight. <laughs> what the fuck brain? <laughs> my, favorite, my, my favorite thing I ever saw somebody talking about the brain is like, think about it like this. Everybody, has three pounds of uncured, soggy bacon in their skulls that's in complete darkness. And, so, it's in, and you wonder why people see or perceive weird shit or freak out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate anxiety. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> shit, I wish I could love it. Anxiety makes me nervous. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. <laughs> Turn the page. Watch your hands. <laughs> Wait, Trevor Resnick, was this supposed to be like a, a, a big Nine Inch Nails pitch? Was this supposed to be Trevor I kept thinking that too. It was like almost bothering me that his name was like 
a weird almost Trent Reznor, and I was like, I don't like. This. Was this like a Trent Reznor like feature film? Was it? Were they trying to pitch a, a, a concept album to him? I mean, the whole thing yeah. is color graded like a music video for the fucking year zero anyway, and it came out around this time, so I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I, There's some Nine Inch Nails music video like kind of you know visuals in this, yeah. Was there any like? symbolism by the way when he chooses the marker is that like when he's like oh, I'm, a, I'm a killer like that's when he's realizing i think it's more like when he's writing with other stuff you can see that it's not oh it's not his handwriting it's someone else it's ivan breaking in or something but when he does it with a marker you're like oh it was him all along also the marker is permanent yes oh wow. yeah that, yeah, good that's job. the point yeah he can always change anything yeah, the pencils else erasable yeah yep that's so the point wants his bowl <laughs> I'm convinced that she probably fucked with him. Just probably putting fucking uh, post-it notes on his fucking fridge. Well, he's fucking yeah. leaking on onto her apartment. Yeah. No. Again, the permanent marker thing is relevant too. Again, if it's not already obvious, because he wrote the word killer out, it's because he can never take away the fact that he he murdered a child. I think that's my favorite misdirect in the whole movie is the fridge, because like. Uh, it does that thing, uh, and this is something I love specifically about horror movies, but also about any genre, including psychological thriller. Um, the camera will show you what the director wants you to see. So he, like, the electricity's out, it shows a close-up of the fridge, and there's, like, a, a drop of red liquid coming out of it. And you're like, oh, that's blood. What is that? Oh, did he kill someone? Is that the waitress? Is that is that the hooker? Is that his boss? Is that who? Oh, it could be anyone. It could is be that Kyle Wayne's girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> but so you're like what's going on and then it gets worse and worse and there's blood pouring out of it and then oh it was just fish it was a fish it was just old rotten fish but it was, it was old the, rotten fish yeah but it was also the fish that he caught with or like it's alluding to like this is the fish yeah no he it's still important but it's not a body it's not someone he it's not a, it's not a guard that he killed at the beginning of the movie yeah, yeah. what else is really cool about that too is the the person that owns the building that he's paying she keeps referencing how bad things smell it's like oh what's that awful smell and the immediate thing that makes you think of it oh there's a dead body in dead body decaying. exactly so, yeah i know yeah. it's really cool i agree it's it's neat that it's like it's not actually it, this guy's not a psycho that's yeah. that's what i was getting back to this this isn't some guy that is like actually crazy like that went on a killing spree this is a, a normal person that had something happen to him so for him, it was so traumatic that it literally broke him. And we watched that happen over a year. This like, is the most realistic movie we watched this month because there's only one death in it, and it drives someone insane with guilt. Yep. Whoa. All the other movies have several deaths, and like some of them are like here or there on like how important they are. But in this one, a, there's an accidental death. It's not even out of hate or spite or planned or anything. And it's the crux of the entire story. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, his power gets shut off because he, he writes the the yeah. note. So, sorry, in our That's chat. Abilities. The fish had been there for a year and didn't his power maybe get shut off? Exactly. Uh it had been so there for a been. year just before he hit the kid and he wrote the note of oh, pay utilities. He got a final notice or something. Yeah. And then he didn't do it because it was gone because he got a different hangman note from Ivan instead. Himself. There was a corpse yeah. in the freezer. That, that smell all you know it was horrible. Oh, that smell. Fish don't even have feelings anyway. 
Oh my god. Uh, so me, me <laughs> That's what Kurt Cobain said. Well, no, I I thought of something in my head, and I was like, I can't say that on air. Um, <laughs> no, you can say it. Go ahead. This is all like oh, this no. is a safe space for free speech. It's not. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. What? We're on. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon. Chaz has, has has letters blanked out. And you're supposed to guess what that is. He's being cheeky. Yeah, I thought I, it was uh, murder. By the way, <laughs> I was like, oh, it says murder. murder I'm sure it says murder. And then no, it said killer. Else. I was like, I still feel like I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> so yeah, I got like a 10 minute lecture from my wife the other night about how oh, I got to wow. be careful on what I say on on our shows because getting some color got got a little crazy. Uh, and apparently she was awake and heard some of it. And I was like, well, uh, <laughs> I, I'm goddamn American. I can say what I want. So, yeah, listen, if I'm throwing my entire life away for the podcast, you, we you might as well just about, say whatever's funny. We were talking about the Auschwitz Battle Royal or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the winner gets food. It's like, what it was. The Hunger Games. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it got pretty bad. But anyway. Uh, oh, God. This scene. almost 100 years ago now. Yeah. When, when, when I Wrestling. when I scan when I scan through this, by the way, audio listeners, I'm I scan through the movie uh like a slideshow. So I guess he's kind of running away from his truth if you think about it in the scene. Remember when they're like, "Hey, it's your car," and he just emergency fucking, exit. Yeah, he, he, no, he <laughs> gets away. up. He gets up. He could either you know stay here and get arrested since his door was locked, but instead he keeps on going down the rabbit hole, uh, which is like the sewer area. Uh, because then he tries to escape by the fucking train and like stares at it for way too long. Where I'm like, he should have died by now. But then he goes down in a hole. He's literally running away from the tr- the truth. Because if he stays and talks about the car, then finally the truth comes out and he goes to jail. And I guess the movie ends. But he keeps on going until he realizes. So, ah, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, I have nothing else to say. Um. Because this movie is straightforward. It, it, it's not very chatty like Us or Black Swan or Memento, where we could be like, oh, in this scene, you know, because she's drinking orange juice, that ain't her. <laughs> I just pulled that out of my ass. By I the said way. more about this movie than any of the other ones. That is true, by the way. What's that, what's that, what's that mean? Does that mean you like this film? I mean, I liked all of these movies. Oh. Uh, this movie's more like, you know, it's like, oh my god, there's twists and turns. This movie's more like, instead of you being on a back road or some shit, you're dropped in the forest. You already know you're in some fucked up weird place. And you just gotta go on the path to see where it takes you, brother. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess the, the airport diner is kind of like purgatory for, like, he can't cross over because of his fucking guilt of being a killer. Just wanting to fly away. Yeah. But he's too scared to do it. He doesn't have the guts to do it. And God said, nah, bitch. Can't go on this flight. You gotta go downtown. <laughs> Allah. Allah told him that. Yes. Allah. Uh, anyway. Rank him. Rank him, rank him, rank him. Yes. Rank, rank, rank. Oh, well, hold on. We gotta tell our final thoughts, though. If we, and then we, yeah, we gotta, like, like, just quickly, would people recommend this movie? Yeah. Yes, it's a prequel to Batman Begins. This is this is <laughs> that's right. That's what, absolutely what correct. Bruce Wayne was doing before yeah. he, he learned how to be a ninja. Resnick is actually Rachel Ghoul. No, no Resnick is a He's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Br- Bruce Wayne and, and Rachel Ghoul are the same person. Did you uh, know that? No, Tucker is Razagul. Fucking manager. It's Rach. That's how you say it. I say it in the the mountains. 
mean like what? rings of power? Rings, rings yeah. of power. <laughs> I gotta uh, hit him with that that batarang. Ha 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 ha. That's funny. I mean, jokes. Not a, not a, not a, not a rank movies. Yes. Uh, uh, before we rank the movies, my final thoughts is uh, Christian Bale, cool. Uh, I recommend this movie. Uh, it's one. It's the, in my opinion, spoiler alert. It's the weakest out of the four, in my opinion. But we'll get to that. Ooh, oh shit! Raise my hand, teacher. I have a question. Okay. Not really a question. I forgot something in the what did I do? Uh, we had all the other stuff going on. I finally watched the Thor movie, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh-huh. Highly relevant because two of the the people in this film that played pivotal roles were in two of the films we watched, and Natalie Portman was in Black Swan, and Christian Bale was Gore the God Butcher. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil anything. I don't know who else has watched the movie. Uh, overall, I actually thought yeah, it was all right. But if there was anything to like early save it or make the film stand out, Christian Bale's acting. That movie was really, really good. No, I mean, like, he, he I mean, was the only one that was trying. Yeah, oh, so no, no, absolutely. <laughs> but like, like all the stuff tied into that, and then watching this too, with the whole thing with the guilt and the child. I was like, again, I, I feel like this movie was fucking with me because I watched uh, Thor last night. I, very relevant to my whole path of the moth bit me, and then seeing the hangman thing, and then I watched that. So just forgot you, about it. You uh, know what gets Chaz child guilt? Yeah, I'm a fucking pediatrician. Of course, child gets me. Yeah. Eventually, I'm going to get a tattoo on myself, but I won't talk more about that because it makes me seem very holier than thou, self righteous bullshit. But it, it's real to me, damn it. Would you say yeah. child guilt? Mm-mm. <laughs> it's going to be a tally. It's going to be like a tally and like scars on my back. And it's for each time that I've had to tell a parent, I'm sorry, your child died. I couldn't do it. Oh I couldn't my do anything fucking to save God, dude. Oh my I'm at, God. I'm at 12. I've had to do that 12 times. It is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, Easily the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I've had to do it 12 times. It fucking sucks. Like, I, I've almost passed out before trying to do Shit. it. It's, it's awful. Sorry, not trying to get too deep or real on it, but uh, it is it is a terrible thing to have to do. So anyway, um, moving on before I start crying, because this is not something I like to talk too much about. Like and subscribe to our podcast. It's a great little We'll joke about about serious events that happened almost 100 years ago. Then we'll be really serious about about talk talk. We need a distraction. Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, let's, let's rank them. Yes. I'll go first on my personal ranking. Um, number four, The Machinist. Uh, number three, Black Swan. Number two, Memento. And number one, Us. Andy, what about you? Uh, mine's similar. Um, I struggled with this, and I've actually changed it a bunch the last day or so thinking about it. Uh, I put Black Swan at the bottom, then The Machinist, then Us, then Memento. And there are a lot of those that I would very much switch around given the right argument but that that's where i that's where i landed okay uh zach you look like you're almost finished so go at your number four all the way to your number one yeah uh uh number four is us uh number three is the machinist uh number two is black swan number one is memento (laughs) memento and then uh, the other one, the machinist is this. It's like the narcissist is this. <laughs> okay. All right, Chaz. Uh, my turn? Okay. Uh, I have Black Swan at number four. 
this is so tough. Can I have a tie? Or do I have to rock? No, to forbidden. No. Fuck, I hate this. To preface I don't know, this. can he? I just I decided on that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The ball there is spoken. Uh, like the the thing is these movies they are not far apart from each other and all four of these movies are really good so this is so fucking hard it's like picking your favorite children in a way uh okay yeah so black swan is four that, that's the easiest thing to say okay i'm uh, i'm gonna just do it as a gut three is us oh, oh that hurts memento is number two this is all over machinist is number one Jesus Christ, what are we even going to do? I, I don't know. I could easily be swayed to literally rearrange the top three in any order. I, I won't even put an argument. I loved all three films. And coming into this, the only one that I had watched was Memento, and it was one of my favorite films. So the fact that I picked something else over it already speaks volumes. But I I won't put any argument up other than Black Swan was definitely the least uh, gripping to me. But it was still a great film. Again, I said it before. It's great film. I I'll never watch it again. Mm-hmm. I I was only seeing uh, the Machinist for the first time, but uh, I mean Same. I love all four of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is gonna be hard because both you know. uh, Andy and Chaz have Black Swan at number four. Um, Zach isn't the only one that uh, has us at number four. But Machinist is at number three, and I have the Machinist. All right, at number all, right four. all right, I got this. I got two people. We got two people with Black Swan at number four, but Zach has it at number two. Zach, you gotta you gotta talk up Black Swan to get it to number three. There, hold on. I, I got this. What's what's everyone's rankings again? Give me give me, give me that list. I mean, we have a whole document just just for this purpose. Damn it! I didn't use a document. I think I fucking I document. I don't have donuts in my pocket. I don't have cheeseburgers. <laughs> what? Wrestling. Oh, the wrestling thing. Uh, yeah. Mind. I he, he, uh, you were like, I'll get interested in this. Oh, no, I messed up. So, because, Zach, Zach, feed, feed me. Why Why are we putting Black Swan at three instead of four? Uh, well, let's see. Like we were talking about with the machinists, like I said, the way they set up the movie, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop the whole time. They kind of like buried the lead a little and uh it was still good but it it could have been better like i I still i'll stand by that if they cut out that first minute and a half movie it would have been more compelling um us i mean i said it was good and uh i kind of had a thing against jordan peele going in but I, i didn't hold that against him watching this uh but it really hurt that I could guess what the movie was going to be almost immediately. Now, in the movie's minor defense, we did watch Mirror Mirror in January, and I said, oh, this is like us. So that's kind of my fault. I fucked it up. I wasn't even thinking about that when I watched it. It's just Maybe that I've your seen... brain did. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I wasn't. I wasn't in his defense, though. I wasn't even here for that, and I also guessed it immediately. But it didn't ruin my my enjoyment of the film. So I mean, that's that's a different thing. Zach, what was, was your ranking again? Oh, uh, us is four. Machinist is three. Black Swan is two. Memento is one. Memento. Doing the numbers here. Black Swan did more work to try to fuck with your head more too than what what 
any those other two movies did, in my opinion. It was more vague. I'll give it to Black Swan too. It has a very noticeable production value to it. I, I mean, honestly, uh, Us might have a higher budget. I wouldn't know for sure. But the two of those movies have, have a lot going on, like visually speaking. Like even just for like the basic dumb dumb, you know, level to look at. Oh, the movie's pretty. But, you know, it's something to talk about too. I'm going to be real with you. And it'll sound like I'm insulting the movie, but I don't mean it that way. Us comes off to me like just a pretty good horror movie and that's it something that oh yeah i've seen us like i watched it on netflix and that's all the rest of these movies feel like there's just more to them than what that movie has yeah honestly us out of the four is the one that was like kind of the weakest to be considered psychological thriller because it really isn't but part of it was i really wanted you guys to see us and this was my excuse to do it and part of it also was um, I don't know. We discussed it. My girlfriend and I discussed it, and she chose the movies for the most part. She had a couple other backups. She had like a list of six, and this is what we cut it down to. But like I said, I wanted you guys to see the movie, and also um, it adds more diversity to a theme. I, I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to put it into words, but these movies are all kind of deal with some of the same stuff in very different ways, sort of. Yeah. I, I will say this, give a nod to, to your girlfriend or compliment. I think this might have been my favorite month so far. Um, I did lose a lot of sleep, so thanks for that. But uh, I really enjoyed these movies. Uh, by the numbers, if if we were to do a ranking system of each time we give a, a number, it you know like fourth place is one point, third place is two, but yada yada. Uh, if you look at it that way, this is how our rankings would come up if we tallied it purely by numbers. <laughs> Black Swan would be number four at seven points. Machinist would be number three with nine points. Us would be number two at 10 points. And Memento would be number one at 14. Wait, say that again. What was, what was four, three? So uh, Swan is four. Machinist. Machinist and then us and then Memento. Then us and Memento. And that's literally my ranking. So I'm happy. (laughs) I I actually think that's, I, I like, honestly, it's it's hard for me to go back and forth. Like you literally tomorrow, you could ask me the same list, and I might I would probably change it and say, yeah, Memento was number one. And oh, I guarantee you, I would two. change it. If you ask me this tomorrow, I'm gonna be like, no, you know, Black Swan is better than uh, Machinist. I'm sure of it. I don't know why I said that. I do this all yeah. the time, by the way, for for listeners. Um, if if you ever run into me on the street, you're gonna be like, why'd you rank this over this? I'll be like, I don't know. I have no idea. That was stupid. I don't feel that way anymore, and I haven't in years. Uh, all the time like we'll we'll talk about something a week later and i'll be like i don't know why i ranked that there that's not where that goes (laughs) run to me on the street i'll tell you and it won't change now you can change my mind you can make me think about it differently but for the most part i have my mind made up yeah zach's got rankings coming in like he's got a he's got a hill that he's already standing on the right i have a file the rest of us are like fortniting up our hills. I just, I, I just don't believe Black Swan is the weakest one. I think the Machinist is, in my opinion, the weakest one. I can buy that almost. I okay. Now, technically speaking, from a filmmaking perspective, from a production perspective, maybe even from an acting perspective, I agree. However, this isn't about which movie is objectively the best this is subjectively which one do you like better and that's what you have to argue yeah i i think what i think you said that's not that's that's not what i do i objectively think that's the the way the movies go (laughs) 
I just I turned mean, your I, whole thing upside down. I, I mean, I, I, it's weird though. Again, these are literally just opinions of how they stick to you. I, I rank them if I rank them based on what I think the actual best films were based on overall direction or something. I again, I feel like they'd be a different list. I'm ranking uh, yeah. these based on what I thought were my my favorites among them. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, yeah. I, I'm talking about like you know the final list because I'm just trying. Mm-hmm. to... Why do you guys think Black Swan is the weakest? Is what I should ask. So I mean, it's not as usual. We we run into this problem a lot where it's like, oh, you think that was the worst? Well, I don't hate it. I actually Again. really like that movie. And yeah, exactly. I, I'll totally really watch it movie. again one day. Like, I'm not, I'm not, but, I'm not but, scared of that movie. No, let yeah, me, I make that bullshit. I make that bullshit off. comment. Like, I I will watch this movie again eventually. It's it's more to sell the pitch of it was. The, it's one of the best movies I'll I'll never watch again. But really, like, it, it was a great movie. Like I. Uh, yeah, again, we are ranking. This is like taking like four cuts of of a fillet, eating them, and saying well, which one tasted the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it sucks. We we do this. I mean, that's this is the the shtick of our show. Is I love all these things. I don't know which one I like the best, but I mean, ultimately. Um, okay, let me the, let me rephrase it because okay. we are doing a one through four. But why is Black's one? Even though being the best, or not the best, but still a good movie, why is it in a number four slot? Why do you feel it deserves to be in a number four slot instead of being in the gold, silver, and bronze like Olympics table, pretty much? It's not on the podium. I mean, yeah. what's your? What are your four favorite pizza toppings? And tell me what in order you like them, and tell me why the fourth favorite one is your fourth favorite over your first favorite. This is all subjective. List it's just like it's not that it's a bad movie. I just like the other three other movies more. Like subjectively, I resonated more with the other three movies. Yeah, like specifically go. for me, the machinist, the guilt he goes through is more gripping to me than anything else I watched this month. Like that specifically is why I chose. I mean, machinist. yeah, he, Ch- Jazz has got machinist at number one. Like that's hard. Like, to fight we are all against. over. But uh, right. I, I do. I do have something for you, Dubs. Though. Um. Now, uh, Black Swan is a compelling piece of filmmaking. And it's very well directed and all that, but I, uh, I'm gonna sound like Roger Ebert here, and that's not my intention. I think The Machinist is a more bold movie. I think uh, The Machinist uh, takes more um, takes more chances. It experiments more with storytelling. Mm-hmm. I think Black Swan is yeah, it's a mind fuck, but I think a lot of it is uh, mind fuck by numbers, sort of. It's like an overbearing mother, um, a strive for p- perfectionism um the two sides of the same psyche good versus evil like it's it's excellent yeah. but some of it's a little like oh, okay i've seen this before it's also there's the a nose. lot of stuff in the machinist where i was like okay machinist you got me like you know it's, yeah it's also really just about guilt which is not that original i admit but i don't I, I feel like when i was watching the machinist i kept getting reminded of um and this is really stupid uh tetsuo the machine man which is like an independent cyberpunk thriller movie from japan in the 80s and it's black and white and it's like it's fucking bonkers and there's nothing else like it and that's a compliment to the machinist because it made me think about a movie that really has nothing else like it like it's 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 unique and interesting it's compelling it's uh but it's i I wouldn't call it one of a kind but i feel like with black swan there's parts of that experience i can get from other films for better or worse 
well, again, we used the argument before that Zach was using about us. Like, again, us, awesome film, right? Like, that's your number one, Dubs, but he has a number four because of the whole guessing thing. Mm-hmm. If you literally know the plot to Swan Lake, like, if you just happen to know that, yeah. you can, you literally know the plot to Black Swan because There's it's literally that in a modern, like, it, it's literally the same plot. It's 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 the same plot just played out in a modern take in the real world versus ballet, which is a meta. It's, it's just, that's all it is. So, yeah. That movie, like the wind, the sails are gone. You're not gonna be thrown away by the journey. At that point, you're just watching it to see the bells and whistles. Where Mm. this movie, at least, you can't guess what's gonna happen. Yeah, I I guess if you guys put it that way. So I'm willing um, to concede Black Swan for number four. Zach, what about you? Uh, let me see. Yes, as long as us stays at three. Ooh. I won't budge on that. Hey, sure. I mean, honestly, you <laughs> you put us at number four for, it sounds like, very similar reasons that Chaz and I put Black Swan at number four. So, yeah, yeah. sure. That's very okay, fair. That, that, that makes sense to me. Let's put, like, you know, obviously if you've listened to the show for long, you'll know that very often the master rankings have nothing to do with our individual rankings. There's a lot of like, well, I guess we're going to have to figure this out. This is going to have to represent this. But yeah, I think, I think ultimately that makes the most sense, Put those two at the bottom and then it's got to be memento and then machinist, right? Memento's yeah, number one machine. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, don't, yeah, I, I don't think there's any fight in this. I, I, in my opinion, I think the machinist is the better weakness. <laughs> All right, wait. The weakness out of the bunch. The weaker that, of the two. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The weaker. The better of the, weakness. Yes, the better weakness. <laughs> I've been talking to taxpayers all day. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> um, wait a minute. I'm a taxpayer. What are you trying to say? Yeah. Do your yeah. taxes, you tax scum. I did in January. You yeah. tax cheats. Yeah, <laughs> tax cheats. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I don't think there's going to be any fights, right? Memento. Mo- wait, hold on. I got to say it. Memento. Oh, Whoever wrote it on Chaz's list wrote Meme Mento. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Memento. Meme Mento. That wasn't me. Uh, yeah, so. It's yeah, like Pepe I mean, the Frog lost his memory, and then it's like, oh, you, <laughs> he fucking murdered that cat from the two lady meme, and then he does the Pikachu face, and then the credits roll. I don't know. Oh, I love yeah. that cat. <laughs> Since we're talking about Memento again, I did. Uh, I get to talk about this because I, I missed the Black Swan episode. Um, but uh, I actually did get to watch Memento in uh, the secret order, where it's like in chronological order. Is it getting and, to it? Fun. I love that. Oh, <laughs> that that's exciting because there's other like features. There's a ton of other things yeah, to do. And you have to do all this weird here. tests. But watching that back that way now, that movie hits totally different, uh, which is great. Uh, so I definitely recommend if you ever get a chance to, to watch that, watch, watch it in the chronological order because that's a mind fuck. Don't do uh, it first, but do do it. Oh yeah, definitely don't do it first. Oh yeah, it's, that it's, it's like telling someone you never smoked weed, you should eat mushrooms first and then smoke weed. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, I have no problems conceding uh, uh, Memento being there because legit Memento, like I, it goes back and forth and being in my top ten films of all time uh depending on like the way the wind blows and again i could easily be swayed to say that that film is better honestly i could be swayed about us the only one that i really would probably die in the hill is that swan would for me is my four but we were already past that so so yeah i think i think going in that order memento machine is us swan is 
you you're good. saying you were saying stuff about how Memento can crack your ten favorite movies, but you've got the Machinist over it. Does that mean the Machinist is solidly in your top ten favorite movies, or is this just situational for the ranking for this episode? I think it might be a situational recency. I'm wondering how this ages because again, I I've I've watched Memento several times. I wow. I've only watched this once. Mm. Like I actually want to go back and watch this film again at some point when I'm I'm well rested. <laughs> I and see how I feel about it again, like to see like if I notice other nods and stuff. I want to do that with us as well because uh, us seems like a, a film that I would just love to keep going back and revisiting because of all of the little clever nods. Um, that is one really cool thing about these films. I, I guess that that is one thing that that actually Black Swan and I could be wrong with this. You guys can tell me if I am, but Black Swan was the only film of the three that didn't have all of these like references and digs that you could pick up on uh, at least that i i recall but again i was i didn't talk to you all about it so there might be little easter eggs and things i totally missed that i didn't i just didn't pick up on does that does that stand like there are a bunch of things that were like kind of right in plain sight that give like foreshadow i think you're right about that actually yeah yeah there was a in black swan when she was taking a bath there was like a swan over there there's lots of swans in the background. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, well, she's the, turning into a fucking bird, so she's turning yeah. into fucking D. Reynolds. I, what I, I just want to know. bird. It's always sunny. Yeah, and it's just her trying to become become black swan. That'd be, that'd be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It's her fucking ostrich. We gotta do a top ten episode. Everybody's top tens. Everybody's top top ten movies of all time. Everything. I, I remember we did the top ten movies of the, the last decade. Oh my, that was fucking impossible. I I don't think I even top ten. Oh movies. Jesus, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Again, depending on how, like I can literally fart in my top ten list changes completely. Like that's well, that's, that's right. what it's, it's at that moment. Yeah, the, I think some people are the wind, some people are the fucking mountains, and they never they never budge. I think it's, we did like top ten movies and top ten games of the franchise that, that of the decade. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what it was. It was top t- top games, top ten games, top ten movies. I still have the list, and I look at it every once in a while, and I'm still mostly happy with it, sort of, not really. Thanks I think every- it'd be really fun to do, though, see everybody's, how different and weird it is. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for being good sports with the psychologically tormenting movies. You may now resume Andy's lighter movie picks. Andy's lighter would- movie picks is just foreign. So. I wasn't tormented. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, and it, in my defense, my <laughs> original, and this is this is a teaser for somewhere way down the road. Next time it's my month to choose. Uh, one of the four movies I had chosen was Unforgiven, and if anyone's seen Unforgiven, that movie is definitely not light. I have not seen it. Well, yeah. you're gonna one day. Yeah. I know. Yes. And by the way, it's time for spooky season. Um, yes. Yes. So I know Zach is like hyped up because he just did his vampires and we kind of had psychological thriller and now we're just going to straight horror. Um, so Fucking Jack Lantern in the background. You see it. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So we're going to be doing, I'm going to call this event double treats. Cause if you remember last spooky season, we did trick or treat and the treat was a good movie. And the, the trick was a fucking bad Halloween movie. Uh, this time it's some good shit, hopefully. This, this time we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good shit. So each person gets to choose two movies. The only rules are don't choose a fucking movie that's like two or three hours. Um, there's going to be one classic and then obviously one modern. And I said anything before 2000 is considered classic and anything modern is 2000 and now. 
Just so go. Just go with one it. candy corn and one LGBT Skittles. Yes. Or or Pokemon pack. Yes. Pokemon cards. That's right. Yeah. Pokemon cards are the new candy corn. Get used to it. So I'm going first. So my classic pick is going to be Phantasm Two because we watched Phantasm One. Uh, cool. Go back and listen to that episode. It's a good one. Yes. And my modern is going to be the remake of Candyman that came out in 2021. So candy ass man. Yeah, candy ass man. So remember to watch those two films and then come back and we'll talk about it. Uh, and usually at the end of every episode, we have that news that matter to us. I think I have a couple. Um, what do you call it? Uh, one with James Cameron. <laughs> what happened? Sorry, that cut. Can we pull the comment up? Oops. <laughs> Once I wanted to watch a psychological thriller, and Andy wanted to watch Jingle All the Way, so we watched Jingle All the Way. I remember when this happened because we recently hung out shortly after that, and we talked about how awesome Jingle All the Way is. Yeah, it is. It was <laughs> put Christmas. that cookie down. <laughs> no, that's kindergarten pop. <laughs> oh, that is that is. No, no, he does it in that movie no, too. No, put that cookie down is Jingle All the Way. Stop eating yeah. other people's lunches is kindergarten. Yeah, put oh, that cookie down. Right. Yeah, put that cookie down. It's definitely Jingle All the Way. Are you eating my cookies? Jingle All the Way is a psychological thriller. That's right. I mean, it, think about it. It's, this dad is is like trying to do everything he can, and he's like losing his mind trying to find this damn toy. It's Sinbad's there. It's Sinbad really in the movie. It's yeah, I was state. gonna say. I, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> say Haven't you ever watched It's Always Sunny thriller? in Philadelphia? Sinbad's <laughs> definitely a hallucination. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were gonna say that. It, that's where I was going. I was going to say that that movie is a thriller about the unraveling of Sinbad's career. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Sinbad. By the way, uh, we watched Jingle All the Way 2 back in December, so watch that episode because that oh movie boy. sucked. Well, we did an episode where we talked about Jingle All the Way for that Yes, matter. yes. That's why I own it on Blu-ray is that episode because renting it was $4 and owning it was 5 so I guess I'll just own Jingle All the Way now. That's a good movie. It's a good Christmas I am movie. It's a great man. It is, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. So James, James Cameron uh, kind of like fucked with all the producers at uh, one of the lots, the Hollywood lots and shit. And they were just like, hey, we need you to change something in Avatar. And he's like, bitch, you know, this lot right here, Titanic paid for it. <laughs> so he told, he told these motherfuckers. Like, I wish more directors did that, by the way. Like, hey, this. I'm sure they try. Yeah. This yeah. I mean, so, some of them are yes men. Some of them get jobs with Disney to direct, you know, Marvel or whatever. Yeah. Especially when they have no credits at all and they can just pay them $200,000. Right. The, the, those movies are directed by a committee, right? That's what I was saying. But, I mean, it's just hard to get the clout. There's that famous saying, one for them, one for me. Mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of directors do that. Yeah. Uh, the, the Coen brothers specifically. Like, they make one big tentpole uh popular movie with george clooney and a bunch of other people in it and then they make something about like i think it's about jewish faith but maybe not and it's like a weird movie and like it's kind of about depression but it's not you know like they, they go back and forth one for them one for me and uh james cameron made a bunch for them and he's still kind of making them for them but he's he's making them for him also he's at least <laughs> he making sure he gets his stuff in yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have the Terminator series, and we have I mean, Titanic. Whatever, whether you like it or not, I mean, My monumental film. Well, Titanic was for him. If you've ever watched, like, oh uh, yeah, he loves it. Yeah. about it. He is a 
freaking weirdo nerd about the Titanic. Like, he knew what uniform the staff was wearing that night, and he knows, like, what wood the tables in the dining room were made out of, and he made sure it was all legit for that movie. He is a weirdo. He time-traveled. Yeah, but at the same time, that's exactly, like, that's a perfect example of, like, you said, like, one for them, one for me. Like, that movie definitely hit both because of how, like, how big that movie was for them. Avatar is the same thing. Like, Avatar was for him. But because yeah. he wanted but to do it, James but then Cameron it ended up being a massive thing. Because what he, he wants is what the people seem to want. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently. Yeah. So he's he's the golden goose. Can I? Can you I want him to make your movies? Can I ask this question? Who likes Avatar? Because like people like that I've movie. literally still never seen it. Yeah. I, what? You never watched Avatar? Not yeah. once. People that's are always like, eh, it's okay. And I don't want to watch a movie that's eh, okay. When I could be watching something where people are like, oh, this movie's great. You should see it. Life's too short, man. Yeah, that's right. It's like I always say, you can't watch them all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is like I think for all the hype that was built on it, the spectacle, like it doesn't, I don't think it exactly lives up to the hype. I watched it in the moment, like I oh. remember going to theaters and watching it at the time. Yeah, no, and I, I mean, think I've watched it exactly one other time. And remember it's those a good movies? Ridiculous reports where people were like saying they got depression after watching Avatar. Like it's like they they were depressed that they couldn't live in that fucking world or some shit. What? No, I don't that, that. Yeah. That's for real. Like, <laughs> of course they can. That's what an MMORPG is. You can live in whatever world you want. Just... No, these people don't understand how immersion works. It's like dummies that don't understand like why video games aren't cool still. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Can't tell them that. Yeah. We're talking about the same people that do Nyquil chicken challenges. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> what do you mean I, what? You know, I don't know what. I don't know what a NyQuil chicken challenge is, but I think I can infer. Do you know the Tide Pod challenge? You haven't been watching, haven't been watching the chat. Yeah, Tide, apparently. Tide Pod challenges. Now they upgraded to putting NyQuil in in chicken and cooking it. Yeah, I was so, wanting you to do an Oc talk about that, about like cook, you know cooking NyQuil chicken and then eating it and how it would affect you. Well, I I mean, I I don't really know necessarily. I I don't chemically. Uh, I mean, I would assume that you again. You, can you try no, it for us? A field gonna... Basically, there was a conversation about, you know, I get really sleepy after Thanksgiving dinner, but I could be sleepier. <laughs> yeah. Man, what Ironically, but they have actually proven that the whole tryptophan thing is kind of a myth. The They talk yeah. about how tryptophan in Turkey I, is I, what I, causes people to have that. It's actually no, all Maybe people other... quit fucking saying it every year. You know yeah. what? Taking a tryptophan in Turkey to make you tired. Yeah, it doesn't. It's bullshit. It's all the carbs people eat because we're, we're fucking fat asses. That's it's what like I was every other... it was. I just ate yeah. too much food. Now my body's like, God, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like every other thing you had. It's like, guess what? The turkey doesn't have 3,000 calories, but that like gravy biscuit roll like monstrosity that you made with all the other casseroles that you don't, put on don't top of the stuffing i literally yeah. packed it full of bread yeah oh yeah the <laughs> bread flavored bread covered with 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 more gravy which is just liquid bread shut up yeah. stop talking shit about it sounds gravy. like you're being critical of thanksgiving and i will not hear of that yeah, yeah fuck thanksgiving it killed my people no, Fuck I, you. you don't have any people. You're, you're right, Adult. I'm, I'm off. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. They, they died. I, I'm white by default. That, that's my race. I like putting default on on, on like any type of like form I have to fill out, and they ask me what my ethnicity is. I just put default. Well, white people don't have history. All right, we're 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 down we're down a, a dirt road here. Uh, <laughs> Dubs, can you get us back to the highway? Uh, I'm really fucking hungry now too. Yeah, John Carpenter. Zach, you brought up John Carpenter in, in the chat. Did you want to bring up? I was, 
I was joking about that because there's not really much else you can say. Well, you, you just that's not said, even a new clip. That's old. That's oh, okay. an old clip. I don't know. Somebody was being a smartass in the fucking like on a panel he was doing. No, that's he, the funniest part. No, I, I was reading the the. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was reading the replies on that Twitter post that I sent you guys. The guy was being serious. Like he was like, "Oh, I fucking love." I, I'm just gonna tell it. I guess I fucking love Escape from New York. But man, what happened with Escape from L.A.? Kind of a legit question, right? Mm. Yeah. And John Carpenter just flips in the bird and says, fuck you. Like, real loud. <laughs> <Texas> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I, good point, I guess. <laughs> that's like looking at two, like, if you had two kids and you were like, man, that your one kid, he was such a success. He did such a good job. What what happened to your other kid? And the other kid's like, fuck you. The fuck you mean what happened yeah, to what me? Happened? No, I, fuck I love you. him too. Yeah. I, that's my son. I love him too. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I maintain that's probably one of the most misunderstood movies that ever came out. Mm-hmm. People are like, it's just bad. It's just silly. I don't no, know. it's not just bad. There's a lot there to like. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I... he surfs and there's surf rock playing. That fucking, yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have one uh, last piece of news. Now, I don't remember if I ever said it on here, but I remember I did it on my YouTube channel. Uh, G- G4 came back at some point. They're still there, but they're, they're not popular anymore again. Uh, but at, at some point, this person named Frost, they were having a talk about, like, consoles and stuff and, like, you know, the new Xbox Series X and all the games. I think this was around E3, I believe, around that time. And out of nowhere, she said sexism in gaming and started saying, like, oh, we don't have Olivia, Olivia Munns here, like, you know, biting the hot dog or doing like sex sexist things so after that rant g4 got ratioed to fucking hell uh which then like every every time there is frost or every time there is other people trying to defend what frost was saying they were just getting ratioed beyond uh which pretty much put g4 in a spot where they had to start doing layoffs so the first week of layoffs that happened Frost was not on that list, and she tweeted this. I survived while her colleagues are being fired. This is kind of just kind of like trying to get back at the trolls, like, ha-ha, they didn't get me. So, it's also kind of fucked up, though, too, to say that. It was like, oh, I made it. You guys didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's see how she's doing now. X-Play hosts Frost out at G4 a, a, a week after layoffs. So she got fired, so she didn't survive. She didn't last a gulag. You you lose. You lost. You're, you're done. Now she's going to the You gulag. get nothing! Yes. Good day, sir! That's right. And I have a question. Yes. Well, is, sorry, I didn't cut you off, but since I'm, I'm sure the viewers and, and listeners probably want to ask the same thing. What is G4? Well... Oh, <laughs> I'm just exactly. fucking. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I'm just, I'm just being. You that old channel where they used to show cops all the time? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. actually great. I remember those. It's like really. It's like, why aren't you showing like more relevant things? You're showing this. But I, I used to love those like video game. uh Cause then they also like make some weird thing and like have random like reruns of like Nick Arcade and shit on their show. Yeah, like, like some weird wannabe version of that. But man, I remember when that that channel was Tech TV. Yes. And, oh, yeah, yeah. No, that that's I I held a grudge forever. Like it never yeah. had a chance. 
yeah. there was so much cool content. It's like your shit where if you're into computers and they had gaming stuff, and then it turned into a more gaming centric channel and they tried to make content yeah like that and it was good for a while yeah like it had, there was something to like but it was never as good but it was it wasn't the same as tech tv i always preferred it when it was tech tv isn't it just i mean I, i'm gonna sound mean but sorry just like isn't isn't g4 just obsolete now in this current no. social climate well like, they started a youtube channel well yeah, yeah well, oh but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like yeah. isn't twitch just like i felt like g4 is just like twitch for boomers uh, well, let me let me ex- like say that when they launched saying that they were gonna come back and they were just like, oh, the guy for the the completionist. I was like, oh, okay, I know that guy. Yeah, he's, he's Gerard Kilio. Cool. I actually really like him. Yeah. Even though he was involved with G four, I still like him. He's he's an interesting guy. And you have uh, I think Golden Boy, who uh, he was he was actually on AEW when he used to do like the the commentator in the beginning, of, like the heydays of AEW. He's yeah, a big. He probably- if they kept him, he probably would have been a better announcer than Excalibur is at this point. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, but I was like, all right, so they're picking... Tobe Conjuro! Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so they're they're picking up all like content creators. I'm like, all right, this is interesting. This is this is G4. We're gonna have Adam Sessler kind of be like the veteran uh, in a way, even though I, he's a fucking crazy motherfucker. I still respect his work and what he did in the industry. Um, but I was like, I all right, four. yeah. <laughs> Adam Sessler, I was like, all right, cool. We have all these old heads here, and now we have the content creators. And then it just fucking blew up. And I think at this point, when Frost did it the second time, we are like, oh, I survived. They are just like, come on, man. Like, we, we saved your job, and then you did something stupid again, which is going to be, you know, pretty much bring our company even down further. Even though they're at a low bar right when they came out of the gate, because like Chad said, what is G4? Why do I want to watch these chumps when I can go watch? I don't know. I almost said some dude that uh, died from cancer. Uh, uh, <laughs> total biscuit. Yeah, total biscuit. Oh, no. Yeah, biscuit, yeah. I mean his his legacy content probably still gets more traffic than what they fucking did. Mm. I want to watch. Yeah, no, for sure. Or... Actually, I I pulled yeah. up G4's social blade stats just for fun. Uh, they've. I mean, it's not plummeting, but they have lost eight to two hundred subscribers every single month since uh since april of 2021 they have not had a positive gain yeah and they make zero to two cents a day on views Ooh, holy shit that's brutal Mm. (laughs) well it's just one of those things people people want to get on to shows movies and and gaming and they want to cancel out all the fucking social justice and and the politics and then like something just pops up and you're just like motherfucker man i just wanted to know about fucking xbox can you talk about xbox i don't need to know about the social climate that's why we have like the tim pools and the joe rogans to fucking stroke the dick of fucking social uh justice but that's that's not why you go there. You come for the personalities. Yeah, you can get Xbox news from IGN, Gamespot. Who cares? Well, she could take her personality on the fucking breadline. Okay, <laughs> like damn, <laughs> so, cold. Yeah, she can try to compete for food in the the, the Auschwitz battle royal. What <laughs> a, a great callback. <laughs> nah. Next week, guys, we're gonna have special guest Frost on Big Trouble Little Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that poorly, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, oh man, 
We probably we're talk about the the complexities of Jingle all the way. She probably she probably help way. us by the way. She probably get people in our chat just to fucking say mean things. No, I mean, oh, yeah. according according to whatever other views and stuff, we might actually make sense every day on views. <laughs> if yeah, I, I could do with two pennies. That's that's like a half penny for each. You gotta of split us. that with us though, so you get a hay penny. Yeah, yeah, we we do that over a couple of months. Well, or the so. government's gonna a... take like forty percent of that. So that leaves us with a penny and soon I'll get the boot six tenths. Soon I'll so get to about... afford a Bitcoin soon. No, it leaves less than that. I yeah, about, uh, right. like like thirty-three and a third chance I'd be able to buy one pack of Pokemon cards in about two years with inflation. If we keep working at it, we could work get up to a Sacagawea dollar. Yeah, when is yeah. It, when it, when is NFTs gonna crash? I want to know that next. Anyway, um, well, we we're gonna talk about our NFTs we were coming out with. I thought. Oh God, I guess we're not coming out with our own big trouble. Oh, NFT. NFTs, check it out. Nobody gives a fuck about NFTs. Anymore. Another come lately. <laughs> yeah. Missed the boat, goddamn. I'm sick and tired of of all these big companies. Square Enix was one recently. That's that's yeah. the news. Square mm -hmm. Enix was like, we got all our shit on the blockchain. We're gonna blockchain it up. We're doing NFTs. We're gonna have uh, unique ownership of digital assets. And everyone's like, no. What? No. Why? <laughs> It's like a, if you're gonna do this, you should have done it a year ago. B, shut up. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> stupid. I, I want uh we need what a company like Pornhub to make NFTs. And it's Whoa. just NFTs, but it's all just like clips of and images of porn. And that will actually probably take off and then it'll just kill actual NFTs. So you're welcome for the idea if it happens. Well, it's uh, meanwhile, there the was a it would still technically be NFTs. Since we're talking about titties, uh Segway, uh, the leak, uh, the uh, GTA 6 leak, which was oh, confirmed yeah. to be yeah. real. That big news. Someone explain it to me. Because well, GTA is a big fucking deal. It, because they've been they've made GTA 5 like eight times over over the past. I decade. know, I know, I know. Look, I feel like everyone who's like, oh, it's confirmed they're working on GTA 6. You're an idiot. Of course they are. They yeah. have been for a while. Like, they, why they is this news? Funny. And like, did you watch the videos? They're all like shitty well, like it's got it's got all the the metrics on the screen and the graphics are all fucked up and it's just like proof of concept like a character points a gun and fires well the news the news is, is a hacker stole it and, and po yeah. posted it but yeah big deal people can steal trash out of the trash can on my street curb if they want to like, you, heard it for, you heard it here and no, you heard it here come get it folks tonight is in fact trash night <laughs> you heard it here folks uh gta 6 is compared to trash <laughs> Look, it's just it, like the value of this leak is trash. what I'm comparing to trash. Yes, yeah. I don't. You're is, right. Is this even a hot take? Like, I feel like I'm no. insane. I no, see people you're on not. Twitter like, "Oh my god, fucking like GTA 6. Who cares? Andy's got the strong vibe right now. Of why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> don't boo me. You don't know me. I, I just feel like I'm me. the only sane person left. No, no I'm, I'm right there with you. I was like, no, oh, I, like, shit. like, I clicked on a couple of them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm done. Exactly. <laughs> I heard about it. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. That shocks nobody. Also, if it is even remotely on the same island as the GTA uh, uh, collection they did, as far as gameplay, then who even gives a fuck if they're working on it? At that point, they, they're just committing suicide with their company because that that was an absolute mess. And if GTA they, Six plays they like that, it'll be all to another studio in Rockstar's defense. Yeah, but that's... farmed it out. The only thing, 
The only thing I feel hype about is that it's go. It seems like it's going back to Vice City, unless they're like playing with the assets. I hope that's true. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. But aesthetic. Yeah, GTA Six has uh, been leaked, and all the developers are coming out doing like their uh, virtue signaling, signaling, being like, "Hey, man, I know how you feel. It's terrible." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was leaked. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but anyway. Any more news before we close it out? Uh, no. Monkey Island came out yesterday. Did yeah, it? Monkey Island. Go, go, go play Monkey Island, the new one. There you go. All right, guys. If you want to catch more Big Trouble Podcasts, make sure you go on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everything. Uh, we're all on YouTube. On my Twitch is Joe Dubs Plays. Um, not getting some color this week. I believe we're doing it next week. Uh, yeah, we're back regular schedule yeah we're doing right. double wcw so hopefully it'll be really good hopefully hopefully wcw rings of power yeah rings of power uh right, get some rings and staying then, in the ring and then soon uh me and zach are gonna be doing uh the nemesis project i promise him that i'll beat it in two weeks and i have to finish metal gear solid for the podcast to surpass metal gear and i think yeah, Andy- we got to try to do it before RE7 or RE8 DLC drops. Yes. Which is in a few weeks, yeah. And Chad's got a Charizard. He's so shiny. He's so shiny. Look at me. I'm cool. I'm that guy. That's after I eat yeah. Taco Bell. Um, Here, I got a, I got a horsey. It's a horsey. <laughs> That's not All a right. pony. Huh? All right, guys. We will see you next week on Big Trouble Podcast. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Go away.